over Broadway. We just started recording and I realized that I didn't ask Mitch to get me a water beforehand. <laughs> and now my throat's going to be parched. It's going to be closed. It's going to it's gonna dry up. It's going to be as dry as the Sahara Desert in here. Dry as a damn desert. Ugh. Um, I would just like to motion that we skip the top biz and get right to answering the question. Uh, what if a Rusical actually had Broadway money? And uh, by discussing this week's show. I yeah, um that's actually a really good question. Um my counter question is does it have the same level of quality that a rusical has? It does not. Readers, it does not. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> and the quality for rusicals is already pretty low. Bars on the floor, frankly. Bar- b- below the floor. Um, so I would love, I'd love to know now that we're two minutes in and yes. we've given these hints, what people think we are covering. So if you haven't I checked mean, our social, I please would, tweet at us and tell I, us what you think we're describing. But also we put the name of the musical. Okay. In Assuming you didn't look. <laughs> All right. Uh, this plan has been foiled. Okay. I'm we very are. sorry to, to, to surprise <laughs> you like this, since you are the one who usually uploads the episode. That, that, is, that is, oh my God, there's a sing-along edition. Okay. We are doing Six, the, six musical. the Musical. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, it's something. It It is a musical. We can definitely say that there will be capital T thoughts discussed in this <laughs> I episode. I got takes, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Connor. Yeah. Can you just like drop some facts and figs on us? Facts and figs. <laughs> that was perfect amazing that incredibly was, that was timed. such a good what build a up blue ball uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that six is a musical with music lyrics and book written by toby marlowe and lucy moss it originally uh premiered at the edinburgh Fri- fringe festival oh my god sorry i can't talk um we just had sandwiches and <laughs> your mouth is full of my sandwiches. mouth is full of sandwich and yet again i don't have water <laughs> Still, um, somehow, don't still have water. somehow, zero water anywhere near me. <laughs> uh, it premiered in the Edinburgh. He's playing chess. He can't get you water right now. Please wait till he finishes his match. Then he'll get you water. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2017. It then premiered. Uh, it's like weird because it was on the West End in December 2017, mm-hmm. but it didn't make its West End debut until January 2019. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but mm. interesting. It was like in a West End theater, okay. but it wasn't like... Uh, Listen, I, I barely understand how Broadway works. Truly. You can't expect me to know what's going on in other yeah. countries. Um, and then there was a tour in North America uh, in May 2019. And then, sadly, it was in previews this year for February 2020. <laughs> and the day that it was <laughs> supposed to open... Day. The, their premiere day was the day that Broadway shut was down. Was the day we just shut the whole thing down. Uh, so it ran for like a month here. Yeah, approximately. in previews for yeah. about. Um, it's like an 80 minute show. Mm-hmm. Um, very short. It's a one act. It's a one act. Um, it was nominated in the 2019 Laurence Olivier's for four nominations, but didn't win any. And then um, it because it didn't open, it wasn't eligible for the Tonys this year. And as we all know, the Tonys didn't exist this year, but the <laughs> Anthony's sure did. Hey. Uh, and they did not get nominated at the anthony's but they did get nominated at the drama league awards for uh, two nominations and zero wins and just a quick synopsis six is a modern retelling of the lives of the six wives of henry the eighth presented as a pop concert yeah the wives take turns singing and telling their story to see who suffered the most due to henry and should therefore become the group's lead singer um this is the the premise of the show is basically um what a lot of people like to call the uh oppression olympics <laughs> yes the oppression olympics 100%. absolutely um and again as i said if you if you have seen all stars two rupaul's drag race all stars yes. two they do uh a group number so a little bit of drag race history <laughs> uh 
since like season six, they've yeah. done a rusical episode, which is just a pun involving RuPaul's first name. As most things as on the musical. show are. <laughs> um, and it is always a musical. Sometimes the girls write their own lyrics. Yeah. Sometimes the queens write their own lyrics and then sing them. Sometimes it is them lip syncing right. to other people singing. Mm -hmm. um, but always the production quality is of the music the musical production quality is always just a little off it's not quite right <laughs> right and the lyrics are Usually unintelligible bad. and bad um i love the rusical episodes uh because i'm like wow the looks the choreo yeah. how did these uh eight men turn into hyper realistic versions of women right. or not hyper realistic but like hyper feminine versions of women um right this musical also is love, Herstory of the World yes, from All-Star Season 2. 100% is Herstory of the World. Yeah. And um, going off of that, um, uh, Katya was done dirty. Yes. They she completely was. fucking screwed her over <laughs> she in that was. episode. Her, she got stuck with Princess Diana. Yes. And they what her princess diana was supposed to be is what became six <laughs> a scorned <laughs> wife of a monarch absolutely um i'm gonna just start off by saying i find the premise uh uninteresting i don't okay. care about the monarchy i don't i really don't care about england's monarchy right. um wait you didn't you don't like <laughs> watching every single thing the royals do you no, don't it's not follow for me. all not of for me. their like I respect it. I respect the people that care about it. It's not for me. Sure. Um, and so I had very, like, I had heard of, I think there was a book that was super popular a couple years ago, ago called The Other Boleyn Girl. Like, I know the names. Oh, yeah. I've heard like, of I that. know Anne Boleyn. Yeah. I've heard the name Jane Seymour because, like, I exist in the world, but I don't have any knowledge of their stories, of, like, like, who they were, who as, they were people. as people. And I don't think this musical um, illuminated any of that for information. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that you say that because I think that that's what this musical is attempting yeah. to rectify in that because especially when, they, when you get to the end of the show they're like we are our own people like, you who own lives who dies who tells your story 100 <laughs> percent. this is basically just a shortened version of hamilton yeah. um and it what they're the whole conceit of the story is saying um that and i think it's interesting because it it does look at it in terms of like the way that history treats women a sure. lot of the time they are tied to men and mm -hmm. like the men's yeah. achievements as opposed to being their own human right. being within historical figures um but to be fair he was the king he was the king was therefore more important than his wife yeah, absolutely <laughs> politically and like globally he just was more important right. i'm sorry right and so like i get it's uh, so I, I i get what they were going for mm -hmm. i don't necessarily know if they succeeded at that um my opinion is they did not but uh, we can explore it together yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um i i wanted yeah. to jump in and say um that the music started and I immediately said, a gay man wrote this. Yes. The first thing you texted me. Oh, okay. A gay man wrote this. A gay man wrote this Crap. musical. A gay man and a woman who went to art school. This, the, <laughs> six, six, the musical is just what the inside of a gay man's brain sounds like. Yes. It is 24 the cacophony seven. of divas that in, ha that in like just constantly live in our brains absolutely they do cite i've read a couple of uh press a little bit of like mm -hmm. articles and press about the show um and the creators do cite they're like oh yeah these were our influences which i think are pretty obvious oh they're in very a lot of the songs the um this is just if you listened to this you would have no idea that the people who wrote it had heard anything other than Beyonce and Hamilton. Yeah. If you ask me, I think the influences are so strong and so pronounced. Absolutely. And like actual musical reference, not a reference to a musical musically, like musically. There's like, there, there are, are points in the show where Meryl and I were, were talking off mic before this, um, where we were like, Oh, this riff is, pulled straight from a song straight Hamilton. straight from we'll play it yeah we'll we we unfortunately i think we will need to play a lot of the songs from yeah, this absolutely. just so we can all be on the same page um but it's extremely apparent there's a, a lot of like 
pop culture references. It's very quippy. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are, are sometimes very rough to get through. <laughs> um, not necessarily because I, well, I mean, you're, you probably think that they're bad. <laughs> yes. I think they're cringy. I yes. think it's an obvious joke a lot of the time. 100%. I think it's a reference that's not needed. I think it'd be stronger on its own without referencing yeah. um, whatever it is referencing. Like, just for an example, there is a line in one song where she says, come on, ladies, now let's get in reformation. Right. Because she's talking about Lutheranism. And it's just like... It's, I don't need the nod to Beyonce I, yeah, you, no. because at that point in the musical, we've already had several songs that are direct right. lyrical and musical references to Beyonce songs. Absolutely. And also just like we can talk about Reformation in a way that isn't I, – I don't know. I think – you're being lazy. To me, it's lazy lyric writing. I Yeah. Like you said earlier today, write your own lyrics. Yeah. Just someone else wrote that. Do do your own thing. Right. Right. <laughs> you write your own music. That's pro- how music works. <laughs> my problem is, is and I we might we talked a, bit, a little bit about this off mic as well. Um again, referencing like reference comedy, reference humor mm-hmm. is like you said, a little lazy. And it's always done with a wink and a nod, which is not necessarily good humor writing, good comedy writing. I don't think it works in a musical setting. Like yeah. there are obviously shows that do just joke 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 reference 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 sure. and it works yeah. um like i think 30 rock works i think the simpsons has a lot of references oh, that absolutely. that work it works in sitcom writing sure. it just does not work in musical writing i think that it, it can work in musical writing because like there are shows like title of show we've talked about yes they, when that, that entire, is the premise of your show but the yes. premise of the show is exactly yes. that is you're referencing or something Broadway. rotten or right. s- the producers right. or spam a lot like i know going in that that it's more comedy focused exactly this is presented as a pop concert right. i am supposed to be consuming these songs as though it were a Spice Girls album, essentially, yeah. like a pop album, right? Like a now, now hits divas right. edition <laughs> situation, and it. I don't think it works on that level, okay. personally. Sure, um, but that's that's just me. The sure. controversial, a hot take. Absolutely, I know that this musical has stands, and I see you, and I respect you. I'm listening and learning every day. Um, we are we are 100 percent going to get canceled for yeah, this, these takes. That's fine. I'm fine to go out on six. Yeah, I'm cool <laughs> with staking my claim on this hill. Fine to go out um, on six. What a way to go out. Yeah, it's tough. I just like okay. So let's get into the first song, which is yeah. ex wives. It's so like setting up the plot. Yeah, um, plot. There's no plot. There's yeah, the plot is very loose to say the least and i figure i figured the best way to do this is just go song by song yep same. there's not that many songs there's no, only like nine, nine mm-hmm. i think um so yeah the the for i the first song is pretty good in terms of like introducing the characters yeah. to you and you get to you kind of get a little bit of their story mostly in that number yeah um though did we need cell block tango the remix no we did not thank you no we did not we did did not not need need a cell block tango riff so it starts with divorced beheaded died divorced beheaded survived which is all the ways that they ended or didn't end their lives right um it just ended their marriages i guess to henry the eighth to henry the eighth and yeah but it is said it's like spoken sultry it is just cell block tango yeah 100 percent. um and also if your head was cut off and you died what how are you singing a song mm-hmm. uh i know i'm supposed to suspend my disbelief for that but i'm just like the concept is all of this stuff has happened to you and now you're singing together I've... i'm not watching it happen in right. real time right <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. i think it would be really cool if broadway Broadway magic. <laughs> what I want to see is the girls who got beheaded carrying their heads around Thank on a you. plate. That's that would what be I wanna see. Broadway magic. That's Thank what you. I want to see. Uh, um, also, in this song, we have a horrific Green Sleeves pop remix. <laughs> yes. Someone was like, what if we took that Christmas song you all know and love and mm-hmm. just made it uh, electronica? Do you like that? I don't. And the answer is not really. No, <laughs> no, I'm actually good. Because I guess Anne Boleyn wrote Green Sleeves and we're supposed to care about that. Yeah. They when make, did she write? They it? make so many references to Green Sleeves. It's like the that's only That's all she has. The There's been so many has. books written about her. Why? And that's the thing. Like, so I don't know the stories that much, but I do know 
the gen like the gist of it is like oh henry married catherine of aragon and she was catholic and because catholicism was like the thing in the british church and then um are you playing ex-wives i can pull it up no no i'm looking up Um, the history of green sleeves so perfect thank you um so then like but and then he wanted to divorce her but that's like a no-go in catholicism and so he just invented he'd invented his own new church yes the church of england for his marriage to anne boleyn and then he cuts off anne boleyn's head i guess because she kept fucking singing green sleeves that's why i would kill her that's why i would she kill keeps her fucking well. talking about it like is that all you have lady if that's your story that's the thing like they're trying to act as though these women are three-dimensional characters okay to be clear these women did exist and they were three-dimensional yeah, characters but, but they but I, then they reduced them down to one facet right. of their like catherine of aragon is catholic and didn't want a divorce and that's all she gets in right. the song i think and the i i read a couple of the reviews mm-hmm. um and in the chicago tribune review the critic did point out i there needs to be a little bit more depth yeah. the characters are definitely flattened out a they little are. bit to fit like the pop concert premise for sure um and but you can solve that problem lyrically and exactly. they don't and you can you can do a little bit more in depth with your lyrics mm-hmm. but you have to make all these references to unfriending people and like literally if you are making an unfriended joke in 2020 you do not deserve rights shut the fuck up (laughs) i don't care if you wrote this in 2017 you shouldn't have been making an unfriended reference in 2017 either stop talking about social media when we're talking about like i just that's particularly grating to me i don't find that humor funny i don't i say this as a person who my very first show that i ever got cast in in college was just like a meme that someone wrote into a stage play of like hamlet on facebook yes that's psychotic I thought it was dumb then. I still wanted to be cast because, the, you know, that's work, baby. That is um, work. And <laughs> actors got to work. Actors got to eat. But like that. We did not get paid for those shows. <laughs> to be clear, I, I actively paid money to be in those exactly. shows. <laughs> via my tuition um, and time. Yeah, I just think that that particularly like trying to graft social media onto yes. the before times is grading to me i agree i find it and i know that it kind of it probably works for a couple of people or like like there's definitely like people who love internet humor in real life yes um and like that's fine and there's nothing wrong with that but i'm not that audience i'm not that audience i don't find it particularly funny or um, clever or clever (laughs) and honestly when in the i don't remember which song it is but um in the one song where Oh, don't lose your head when she's saying like, LOL, sorry, not sorry. I'm like, I, this is, it's pulling me out of the song. I have a note. We as a society did sorry, not sorry in the 2010s. We are done. We're done. We're done with that. Exactly. In the early 2010s. Yeah. In like 2013, we did sorry, not sorry, and we're done. Like, that is the thing I said as a sorority girl. Exactly. So that had to be 2011 to 12. Yeah. That I was saying, sorry, not sorry. Absolutely. Nah, which is annoying. It's, that it was is. annoying then. It's very annoying yeah. to hear in the year of our Lord 2020. It's just, it's to me, it's like you said, it, it sort of feels like lazy story songwriting. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I don't necessarily want to call, because obviously composing music and all like writing the lyrics is hard work. Absolutely. Sure. But I feel like they were trying to do something again with the reference humor of like saying, oh uh, look we we're in the know we're young like you guys yeah. hey fellow kids hey fellow kids <laughs> and sure they they are like essentially in their 20s they are but also here's the thing i blame lin-manuel miranda for this <laughs> i know that you do he he did this in hamilton and we let him get away with it we gave him a pulitzer prize for doing it yeah. and now everyone thinks that they can do it absolutely and guess what they can't 2016 was a different time we were pokemon going to the polls it was a different world i'm gonna walk out it was a different world <laughs> can't believe you just said this different world <laughs> i just like yeah it was fun I said the show was like created for Tumblr stands and I do support that because I was still on Tumblr somehow in 2016. Like that was kind of the the denim wow of my uh, time on Tumblr. (laughs) 
<laughs> or it was 2016. And I was a Hamilton like fan, not Absolutely. a stan. I was not writing like fan fiction about Hamilton, but I, I liked it and was interested in it right. enough to be like reblogging posts about Hamilton. Yeah, 100%. And it like at the time it tickled the weird part of my brain that yes. was like, oh, I see in this song, he's referencing the Beyonce song for yes. musically. Like, I get it. She's doing Beyonce's run. Right. Like helpless. Ha, ha, ha. Helpless is very much like. Yes. A, yes. Right. Like, exactly. Or he's doing um like this is a biggie reference. This right. is a whatever because he's making it rap, but it's actually Congress. Right. Like, so he started this. And then these two ding dongs who went to <laughs> art school were like, oh, yeah, that's how musicals are done. No, 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 wrong. Now, essentially, wrong. what's happening here is that Meryl, I'm now doing Hamilton. Meryl and I are becoming the uh, uh, po- or the picture in um, uh, Simpsons. Yeah, old man, man shakes. Yeah, at we're cloud. just Statler and Waldorfing our way through. Yeah, one hundred percent. I it does make me feel old, but I don't think it's. I I just think. I know young. <laughs> listen, I know young people know can young do people. a good job. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't particularly think that they and like I know that they weren't expecting it to be a hit, but right. wouldn't you write something with the intention that it becomes a hit? Like you write it to be a hit. I feel like I think that's I think that's letting them off the hook. They didn't know it was going to be a hit. So they wrote a bad musical. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> no, they did a bad job and they got lucky that right. one, the people who are singing this, the the people oh they casted are Incredible. incredible amazing vocalist oh 100 and i think the concept works when you see it staged yeah because we watched we watched um the Lawrence olivier performance mm-hmm. and it like when i saw it i because i watched it um on my way here to record um i like watched it on the train platform while i was waiting for the the train and i did i i got chills like listening to it i was like mm-hmm. oh I get it now. Sometimes it hits. Yeah, 100%. And then it hits, and then the next then minute they're going, sorry, not sorry, yeah. LOL. And you're just like... And you're out of it again. Wait, I, like, I was there. You had me. This was a good pop. That's yes. the other thing, is that as soon as it gets to be a good pop song, mm-hmm. they come back to the musical and right. the historical reference, which takes me out. Like, I don't think it's a seamless uh, mashup of... Yeah historical and current personally. i think i think that i and i i know that i like the show more than you do yes um <laughs> sorry i'm sorry six no Dan. you're fine you're fine please don't come for me it's okay i and like i also have problems with it and i think that maybe it could do with a couple of rewrites mm-hmm. yes yet again we are offering I our think- services as script doctors for <laughs> the broadway community i think i would love this if i could get some better lyrics because i did read the lyrics yeah. and was like this isn't telling me anything right so i yeah to be clear i did listen to this album like multiple several oh times. my god i was when i was in my uber drunk last night <laughs> i listened to i don't need your love and six on repeat for the entire 30 yeah. minute ride yeah, there are some really good i do like i don't need your love it gets a little eliza's epilogue from hamilton for me sometimes just a little bit but it is fun um let's listen to x-wives because they also make a suddenly seymour reference that they makes do. me want to die so let's listen so to this, this chicago is, this riff. is the chicago uh-huh. riff divorced i mean it works like i can see this as a pop concert right situation as and my i'm I'm imagining the lights are flashing they're all silhouetted yes beheaded survived and tonight we Is that Green Sleeves Pop remix? There she is. Listen up, let me tell you a story. A story that you think you've heard before. Alright, I'm gonna pause there. But like I think that gets the yeah. vibe and that gets us into it. And like I heard it and was like, okay, I'm interested in the concept. Yeah. And then immediately heard the Chicago riff and was like, oh no. And then like I, I don't know. It was just really hot and cold for the rest of the musical. Yeah, absolutely. For me. I um 
I do. I did find out the the tea about green. Slaves. Oh yeah, hit us up. Um, so according to Wikipedia, there's a persistent belief that it was composed by Henry VIII um, for Anne Boleyn, who allegedly rejected her his attempts to seduce her, and this rejection may be referred to in the song when the writers love quote cast me off discordously quote unquote. Um, however, the piece is based on an, an Italian style <laughs> composition that did not reach England until after Henry's death, which would make the not even a good reference. So it would make the um, uh, the song Elizabethan so in origin. This fucking musical, which purports to tell the real history, is operating on a fake historical myth but uh, to be fair historical fiction is allowed to take some wrong (laughs) (laughs) just imagine me in a hot dog costume pointing at connor (laughs) wrong wrong (laughs) because because hamilton is not entirely historically accurate either what What the fuck are you saying? I'm, I'm right saying now. I'm saying that uh, Skyler actually had sons, and uh, <laughs> El- Eliza and Angelica were just one of his many like yeah. fifteen children. Yeah. Angelica was married happily to another person. Yeah, and oh. there was there was most likely not any kind of love story between her and Alexander Hamilton. M- Mitch, cut this out and drop it into our Hamilton episode. <laughs> That we're never going to release. <laughs> um, they also do. I'm sorry. I promise that I'm not going to complain this whole time because I do think some of the songs are about. Yeah, 100. percent They also do the curse word fake out more than once, several times. You get one. You get one shh instead of shit. You get yeah. one Henry's little prick up your ears. Like you get one of those. They do it at least three times yeah uh, in like like a row in the same song <laughs> yeah. no enough we're just, adults we're just done. say it i don't need the radio edit i'm at a no. concert you get to say fuck at a concert but it- <laughs> that's how it works that's Everyone how it knows. works I'm if we're at going- a concert i'm there to hear that lead singer say fuck i'm not paying 50 dollars and sitting through an hour of an opening act for you not to say fuck to me if thank that's you in the song. thank you i, <laughs> I paid simply am not gonna do I it i paid to hear you say fuck and i want to hear it <laughs> i want to get my money's worth I uh, I think that, again, goes back to the whole conceit of this musical was made specifically for social media. Yes. Very. Yes. And it's it's incredibly evident that it was because uh, many of the part, many parts of songs have made their way onto TikTok. They yeah. know TikTok sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a large YouTube presence, which is why the um, it's so popular yeah it's a tumblr stand because yeah. it's operating on social media yeah it is 100 like a musical made for social mm-hmm. media and even i was reading um during the like end of the show after when they're doing the six mega mix they encourage people to record the show and post it to um yeah. social media that's great yeah which it's- is i think is an awesome i think more shows should like be doing that in yeah. terms of like if you want to like embrace modern day marketing mm-hmm. and branding i think that should definitely be something that more shows embrace mm-hmm. um so like good for them for being smart like that as it operates it is doing what it purports to do for the most part yeah it is a pop concert it is like these are divas that are telling their story right. even if the story is very flattened and one-dimensional um I think it succeeds there. The costuming is really Oh, the gorgeous. costuming is really, really fucking um, cool. A really interesting look on Tudor. Like, yeah. Is it Tudor? I don't fucking care. Yeah, it's Tudor. Um, it's just interesting takes on the the mm-hmm. styles of that time, uh, but for pop modern Yeah, audience. for pop divas. And like the, the lighting and the um like all of the effects that they have on stage like it yeah. looks like a damn show yeah, yeah it, like a concert yeah. like you're going to see beyonce or uh, Ariana Absolutely. Grande. Absolutely. and i like i it fu- it's fucking cool so like again like when we watched the performance when you see the videos online mm-hmm. it it fucking makes sense why it works so it well. reads you can see why people are kind of are, overlooking uh, yeah. that the lyrics don't tell the story because the song is fun the exactly m- the musical aspect of it is interesting to listen to right um let's get into the next song so the first introduction we have is no way which is catherine of aragorn Aragorn song Um, i just said aragorn that's fucking lord of the rings (laughs) my brain is has been pickled in lord of the rings for the past three months man (laughs) i'm Um, sorry (laughs) that's all right let's listen to a little bit of this yes this is probably outside of um i don't need your love this is probably my my favorite song of the divas no 
There's no way. You must agree that baby and all the time I've been by your side. Beyonce. Beyonce. 100% yeah. Beyonce. No matter how many times I knew you lied. Have my golden boot. Gotta keep my cool. Baby. And even though you've had your fun running around with some pretty young thing. Like that's just Beyonce. This is Beyonce song. Beyonce. Yes. Like, like that. Like, just say shit. Just say shit. <laughs> we paid to hear you say shit. It's time to sh- and listen when I say. But see, like that's what it is. Is it's fucking oh, yeah. catchy. Yeah, it's so goddamn good. And I was saying, I was saying earlier on, Mike, um, it or off, Mike. If I were to listen to this as a pop album, mm-hmm. as opposed to a musical, mm-hmm. I think I would be one hundred percent in. Yeah, as a compilation of divas. Yes, I think I could get behind it. One hundred percent. Um, yeah, I wrote down the influences that I could pick out for that song as Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Yeah, I felt like it had Gaga esque moments. I'd have to listen back to see why I wrote that down. But sure, maybe l- later in the song because I mostly yeah. get Beyonce oh, with it's that one. Very, be- it's very Beyonce very forward. Beyonce forward. <laughs> <laughs> and we are a Beyonce forward podcast. And I am a pop sommelier, so please put that <laughs> on my resume. A pop sommelier. Um, okay. Yeah, that's um so that's Catherine's song, and it's basically just like I love the Pope, and the Pope said we can't get divorced, so fuck you for trying. Uh, right. And then well. and then that's the end of the song. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so she did get divorced, but not technically, because technically in the Catholic Church they're still married. Yes. Um, Unless you get an, 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 an annulment. annulment. And uh, even though she's friends with the Pope, the Pope was still like, sorry. Uh, Doesn't she get sent to a nunnery? Yeah, I think that she makes reference to that. Yeah. Well, she says, you tried to send me to a nunnery. No way. So I don't know oh, that she sure, went sure. to a... So either she later did go on, to a nunnery. Later on in she's six, just- <laughs> when... Because like six is the final song of the, of the show. And mm-hmm. like they all say like what happened after. Like it's the whole conceit is like... I went on to do like this next part of my like singing career. Mm-hmm. Um, and in it, I'm relatively sure <laughs> Catherine of Aragon says she so- did not go to an nunnery. Oh. She refused. Okay. And also I'm seeing a lot of questions like, did she go to battle? So also maybe she just like fought in a war again. That's not mentioned. That's a cool fact. That's I'd a love really to cool hear. fact that I would that's love really to know. Cool fact I like to know. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know that. Please. Someone make that a drop of fashion. Things. That's a really cool fact. I'd like to know. <laughs> Mitch isn't paying attention. <laughs> Sorry, he'll hear it later. Um, yeah, no way is fun, but it is. It sounds like a knockoff Beyonce. It is song. extremely a Beyonce song, Which, and I don't whatever. think there's. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. No, is what I'm saying. But what 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 it comes down to is like you can literally pluck that song and put it in a Beyonce album, and it will sound exactly the same. Yeah, but it's but I think less because they've added because they're not as good at musical production as Beyonce's right. team, so it's just a little bit not right. Right. Um, and I think this is not to say that people cannot um use somehow. My brain hasn't been able to think of what this is called all day when you take a song for, and put it in your song. sampling. Thank you. Oh my god, <laughs> I could my brain wouldn't take it there are people who do sam- like who yeah. sample that are incredible at oh yeah it absolutely and do a really good job and it's interesting and they do something new with it and it right. makes the song good to me this feels like a knockoff sample that is like well but why you could have just written sure you could have just written your own thing yeah and it didn't have to sound like uh uh hustler like <laughs> diva is a female f- or diva whatever yeah um anyway that's just my opinion okay uh let's get to Anne Boleyn's song baby which is <gasps> don't lose your head, don't lose your head. Cool. where she says lol yeah. sorry not sorry she says pret a manger i i heard that this morning when i was listening to this in the shower and i almost fell off uh-huh. i like almost slipped it's coming up Daddy said, 
obviously messaging me like every day. Couldn't be better than he sent me a letter. And who am I kidding? I was pretty much. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Which translates directly to ready to eat. That's what pret-a-manger means. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is not just a chain in New York of sandwiches and soups. <laughs> that See, that's what I... Yes. Because that's what I know yes. pret-a-manger. Yes. Okay. And I was ready to eat, which is... Got it. Interesting. That, but okay. When I heard that this this morning, I was like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. bricks and then I was like, why are they talking about a sandwich? Why shop? did these people from England <laughs> give a shit about Pret a Manger? But I think Pret a Manger is a Does chain exist across of, the pond? Exists, that exists in England. Probably. Um, this is the one to me that had d- big Lily Allen vibes. Sure. I feel that. Um, this is probably. Was Anne Boleyn French? Uh, this would it, it lead me to sure. believe that she's singing with a French accent. She makes a couple different French references. This is not my favorite song on the album, but no. it's not my least favorite song on the album. Oh, when I Google Anne Boleyn, the, the autofill is Anne Boleyn last words. Let's look. Actually, this might be my least favorite song on the album. <laughs> um, I have not come here to preach a sermon. I have come here to die. <laughs> Those were her last words. Um, is she French? Sweating sickness. What the fuck? People would die of literally anything in the fucking Tudor era. <laughs> Just die of um, sad. Oh, you went outside at night? You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead. Did you, did you breathe wrong in your corset? You're dead. Dead. Well, the corset was poisoned, so. Well, of course. Um, it doesn't look like she was born born in Norfolk, so she was born in England. So, so why, why is she doing she, Pret-a-Manger? Why is she French? I don't understand. T- I don't understand. Also, and here's the thing that's kind of throwing me. She was the mistress that Catherine of Aragon is referencing in Catherine's song. Catherine's like, you were sleeping around and I forgave you. Yeah. Guess what? And and then Anne Boleyn sort of references it in her song where she's like, you were staying with the mistress like or you were the mistress or something like that. Three in a bed and the little one said uh, something like that. But like, so you're in a girl group with. The, you're the other woman and you're in a girl group? Yeah. This happens several times. I just have a lot of questions about the dynamics of the girl group. <laughs> they all slept with the same person. In my brain, that's the perfect reason to form a girl group. <laughs> isn't this Isn't this just John Tucker must die? Yeah, it is. The six is, <laughs> is John Tucker must die, except that all the women are dead. <laughs> and so is the guy. A, a historically accurate John Tucker must die. <laughs> Um, now we get into Heart of Stone, which I argue is a ballad that comes too early. Agreed. It is. But and, then again, but the, show, you, the show the is 80 only, minutes Yeah, the show is only nine songs long. So, so, And you have to end on I Don't Need Love, which is kind of a power ballad. Exactly. So you have to put it sort of high up. But to me, it just feels like a real tone shift. Let's. It, it, it just like kind of brings the energy down just a little too fast. Yeah. So this is the end of Don't Lose Your Head. Um A little Avril Lavigne, too. Oh, yeah. Little, I feel that. Like, hey, hey, you, you. I, I don't, don't want like your girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Love a button. Love a button. Okay. Street noise. Street noise. So now we have like New York's not Adele. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> this is Adele and Demi Lovato. Oh, my God. You're so this right. Is, yeah. This is, um, what's that fucking song she sings? Not sorry, not sorry. Demi Lovato? Yeah, that big power ballad she I had a while back. I don't really know her work. Not a, not Mill. <laughs> listen, you guys, I lis- only listen to punk music and Broadway. That's about it. It's a real... I, I like the Unbroken? song. Oh, it's good. It's very good. And I especially, I like it a lot more than L- Lose Your Head. Yeah. But... I think it, like you said, it comes too early, and yeah. I kind of lose the. Momentum. I think we could. I think we could have put it after House of Holbein and been fine. Yeah. Um, I also get a little Celine Dion from this. Yeah. Reported to be sung by Jane Seymour, yes? Yes. Who was allegedly the only the lo- one he really loved. And the song is attempting to say that she's steadfast in her love right. and that she loves Henry. 
heart of stone is not a phrase people use for like right. loving and loyal people. Right. Heart of stone would imply that you are unmoving in like a not in a bat in a, in a negative way. way. <laughs> and that you did not love him. Yeah. Heart of stone like really has a negative connotation for me. So to hear it them trying to sure. like be like, I get it. She is immovable. I think we could have done it a different way. <laughs> um, here's this. I think this is the Demi Lovato song they're trying to do. Skies are crying. Yeah, I can kind of hear it. Take everything I have. You can break everything I am. Like a man. Like a paper. I don't know. I feel like there's someone who's better at pop music than me. Tell me what that song is. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry. Let's get back to six. Uh, that's just the Demi. I think there's yeah, a Demi yeah, yeah, Lovato yeah. influence. Um, all right. So then we get to Jesus Christ. Connor's favorite song. Hoss of Holbein. This? We're just, we, let's just listen to it. Please no. I just I need to watch Mitch's live reaction to this. Welcome to the house. Just Euro dance pop. <laughs> Do, is she German? I bet she isn't. The house of Holbein. Hans Holbein goes around the world. Please no more. I won't. Terrible. I hate this. She is German. At least your complexion will bring all the boys in. Okay, so I'm realizing now that the I think did she fuck the person who painted a picture of her? Because the person like Holbein is Hans Holbein, a painter. He was a painter who painted, who Anne, painted of Anne of Cleves, and um, she. You can see that portrait in the Louvre. Um, I think from what I get from the show, Henry VIII saw her portrait and thought she was a very beautiful woman and <gasps> wanted to marry wasn't. her, but she was actually pretty fucking ugly. She was really fucking gross. <laughs> and so yeah, he divorced her. Yeah, he. He like matched her on Tinder and then she showed yeah. up for the date and he was like, wow, you lied. <laughs> you tricked <laughs> you me. You catfished me. Yeah, I've been catfished. He was catfished. The original catfish. The original catfish. I hate that. I Okay. So I said that Don't Lose Your Head was my least favorite song. Um, That was no, false because <laughs> I actively forgot about House of Holbein because it's like getting punched in the ears repeatedly yeah. for like six minutes. Das ist gut. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. So fucking much. The House of Holbein. <laughs> I love that they commit to the German accent. They really commit. I love it. I love House of Holbein. I think it's. I think it's the most. I couldn't pick out an influence. Mm -hmm. It just sounds like it's. If I was more familiar, I yeah. think with European pop or like house music, I would probably be able to pick out an influence better but to me that just that's the most original song i think i i would agree with and that. tells the most uh except for i don't need your love yes. i think it tells the most, the most story. story i would agree with that um and I, for that i love it <laughs> i do think that uh we had discussed whether or not this was parody a little bit off mic which is hard to get uh, it's hard to say that it's parody because it doesn't sound like they're parodying it. Again, it sounds like they're trying to ex like exactly emulate the sound of yeah. the influences that they're citing. Right. So this is the song that I would say is the most parody. This is being a parody. Exactly. Yeah. This like, you, is you making know... fun of German house music. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And in that respect, I can respect it. Right. Yeah. I don't ever want to listen to it again, <laughs> ever in my and life. And for that reason, I like it the most, because I think it's the most original. At least, this is not trying to trick me into thinking I'm listening to a Beyonce song. Sure. I get it. It is not a... Um, a pleasant song to listen to. It is not a pleasant to. song to listen to for me. I think if you like that style of music, maybe it works, but yeah, uh, yeah it's... 
<laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It, it's I like literally I uh, forgot about it because I hated it so much. Does but, it good, yeah. <laughs> but I do I do agree with you that it is most uh, apart from like six and I don't need your love. It's like the most original of the songs. Yes. Yeah. I. If um, this if this energy carried through out the rest of the show, mm-hmm. I think we would be one hundred percent behind it, as mm-hmm. opposed to me just being like fifty percent. It's also it. only two minutes. It's it's well shorter than the next shortest song. Yeah. Then the next shortest. This is comes in at two minutes seven seconds. Then the closest is no way at four minutes and yeah. two seconds. Every song is like at least at four least minutes. four, if not six. I don't need your love comes clocks in at six. Yeah. Well, uh, all you want to do yeah. is seven. A lot of a lot of the yeah, all you want to do is long, long. I don't need your love. I did read and uh, on the Wikipedia is technically I don't need your love. And then also the reprise. Yes, because the reprise yeah. is a separate song. Correct. But it's the second half of, the of I, don't I don't need, need your love. love. Yeah. Yeah, no, the longest is absolutely all you want to do because we're going through, for some reason, we need her whole sexual her whole history. Fucking... It's like we went to the clinic with her and yeah. we have to discuss all of her sexual partners in detail. Um, um, but let's let's wait. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. House of Holbein is skippable for you, Connor. Your bathroom song. My bathroom in this song. 80 minute in this 80-minute show. <laughs> if there were to be an intermission, it would be during House of Holbein. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I respect it for reasons that would make me not want to listen to it yeah 100 percent. now we're gonna get into get down which is the song that maybe makes me the maddest we get okay. three separate references to other songs mm-hmm. we have well technically queen of the castle is not a song so much as it is like a children's rhyme right. um i'm, I'm the queen, the queen, queen of, of the castle. castle you're a dirty rascal right. that um and then we also have a reference to formation and mm-hmm. we have a reference to gold digger. Yes. So let's just listen. Oh my God, I forgot about the gold digger reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when she says, and now I'm not saying I'm a gold digger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Very Beyonce. I also had Ariana on this one. Interesting, because I get more Ariana in um, Do What, what You Want to Do. Yeah, Fill my for sure. goblet up to the brim, sipping on mead, and I spill it on my dress with the gold lace trim. Not very prim and proper. Can't make me stop. I wanna go hunting any takers. I'm not also, this one's more um, not rap, but like it has more of a rhythmic. rhythmic. Yeah. Lyricism. Every day, head back for a round of croquet, cause I'm a player. And tomorrow. I'll hit replay you. You said that I tricked you. Cause I I didn't look like my profile picture. I think it was this bridge that made me think of Ariana. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna hang it up for everyone to see. And you can't stop me. Cause I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Yeah, I was just mad about all the references to other songs in this. Yeah. Uh, Who sings this? That is... um, After Anne of Cleves is... No, I think that is Anne of Cleves. No, Anne of Cleves is House of Holbein. Right? Are they? Does she get two songs? House of Holbein is technically all of them, and then her song is... Why does she get so much story? That's the other thing, is that... She gets so much. That's the amount that I want for literally all of all of them yeah i want to know i again it's a flattening of the characters i want to know more about all of them uh yeah it's a fun song like yeah i like it again i mean we're just relitigating the same point at this point <laughs> it's i could do without the references i wish that they had carried on the same energy as house of holbein mm-hmm. to this just not yeah yeah i don't know yeah, I wish they had more connection. I wish it was like a musical. <laughs> and when a character's on stage, they have their own little yeah, you know, theme that identifies them. That'd be fun. I don't know. I'm just yeah. Um, All right. Let's just get to the good stuff. Please. Um, All you want to do. All you want to do is it's like, you know, this song from TikTok. You do. <laughs> this is a Britney Spears song. Yeah. 100%. This is for Britney Spears. I'm the 10 amongst these three. A three among these tens. <laughs> Hateful. And ever since I was a child, it make the boys go wild. <laughs> Take my first music teacher. 
Henry Mannix. I was young, it's true. But even then I knew the only thing you want to do is broad, dark, sexy Mannix taught me all about dynamics. He was 23 and I was 13 going on 30. Wild way to say this child likes to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> incredible way to say this child was probably molested <laughs> well i think uh, in reading more about like the conceit of her telling her story in this show that is essentially the point of this song is her supposed to be realizing i have been manipulated sexually my entire life yeah it sucks being so horny because yeah. people will use it against you and <laughs> god damn the fucking church uh. um <laughs> And yeah, it's essentially her fully realizing the trauma she suffered from her relationships and how all these all powerful men led to her eventual beheading. I don't feel like she has that realization at all. I the feel song like there's does, a it one transfer line, in the song. No, I think there's a one line thing where she's like, uh, this guy, like, I thought you were different. Yeah. That doesn't feel like a l lesson learned to me. I feel, and again, it comes down to that whole like, it's meant to be a pop concert. Yeah. And, I just don't think you can claim that it's her real life. Like, yeah, just don't claim that that it's doing that. You can just be like, oh, it's her singing about her sexual history. Right. <laughs> and how she was Henry VIII's wife. And then right. she flirted with a like royal consort. And I assume that's why she got beheaded. Yeah, she got she got beheaded for um, fucking someone fucking else. Someone, out, someone else. <laughs> Even though he did that all the yeah, time. But he's the king. <laughs> Not, so you're defending the man? I'm sorry, but like, you know that's the power structure going into it. You heard it here first, Meryl Kay. Aaron's defending the patriarchy. I'm sorry. He's the king. He has the power to chop off your head. Yeah, I feel that. It doesn't matter that he get like, the, I'm sorry. I'm going to get a little political <laughs> here. It's like when everyone wants to be like, oh my God, the GOP are such hypocrites that's the like, point yeah man and what is it what is and pointing out that they're hypocrites doing nothing Wh what is that doing to address the power imbalance exactly no that's what they do he's the king he's gonna cut off your head he's gonna do it whatever he matter wants that he also fucked other people right he's the king exactly <laughs> you, i don't care you going on twitter and pointing out all of the using all of the videos against the hypocrisy them, they don't care they don't care they, they don't have the care. power guess what you can call them a hypocrite all day long they're still gonna throw you in a gulag dummy exactly <laughs> they'll put you in a camp too <laughs> doesn't matter how many times you tweet they're hypocrites exactly Oy. anyway that's how i feel about <laughs> yeah you can't fuck around on the king because the king will cut your head oh off. my god okay so we need to get to just masturbate that's all i'm saying just rub <laughs> one out um so we finally get to the last two songs which are my favorites yeah oh wait really quick in all you want to do um that is the song with the little hamilton trail and it's that right before I was a bastard. Oh my god. <laughs> that it's from that trill, that yeah. little like trumpet blast is in this song. Like almost verbatim. That's yeah. I don't understand. How is that legal? I is Lynn Manuel Miranda getting royalties on this also? He has enough money. <laughs> he, he has enough. Simply enough. All right. Let's get into um I Don't Need Your Love, which I've written as the influences are Beyonce. And Eliza slash Angela from Hills. Yes, correct. In every single way, though I love you, I think it's just because her voice reminds me of Philippa Sue's a little. Yeah, I can hear that. Just a little. I wish that I could stay with you and keep the life I made with you. She's they're all fucking incredible singers. Oh, they're amazing. No shade to them. No, no, not a none whatsoever. Oh, 
It'll never be better than it was. No, no. Us being mad about this is yeah. forcing me to reckon with the fact that Ben Brantley also would have hated this oh, show. Oh, I know. I so, like, and I can't stand that I, he and I would have a similar I know. opinion. I felt badly because I didn't like it and I thought it was well liked because when Ben Brantley announced his death, he <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet going around that was like, thank God Ben Brantley will never get to review six. Yes. And I like and then I was like, oh, no, am I? Am I the problem? Am I so out of touch? No, it's the children who no, are the problem. The ch- no, it's the children who are wrong. Um, sorry that I'm only referencing Simpsons. I, like, again, I'm rewatching Simpsons, and it's the only lens I have to filter. This is what happened when I watched Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. It was like a blinder had been taken off. And, and I, Larry David was I your only I retroactively foremost. got all the jokes and references anyone had ever made sure. that I never understood. It was like a key turned in my brain, and new jokes were unlocked and now yeah. i just need to prove that i can make jokes yeah, of too because i have a disease <laughs> because i'm mentally ill <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> um anyway sorry <laughs> no it's fine but like you're 100 right in that uh ben brantley would have fucking hated the yeah, show and now you have to have the same opinion as ben brantley <laughs> that's fine i will happily step up to be the new ben brantley no, who gets paid a ben brantley new york times critic salary that's true he who gets to go drunk to shows and just trash, trash them, them while being absolutely fucking plastered yeah, yeah if you want to pay me six digits annually to do that i'll be the fucking ben brantley <laughs> fucking fall on that sword i don't give a shit amazing um Um, anyway this song is the best and leading into six when all the well essentially the song is them is Catherine parr saying this is my story i don't want to be associated with him because i was my own person this is essentially the supposed to be the emotional and like thesis statement of this is the song that's trying to do what all the other songs all the other songs are claiming to do which is that they are women who had lives outside of their relationship to henry the eighth and no offense again i'm this is just like i'm gonna get crucified for this yeah um like jesus on the cross that's a reference to (laughs) beverly hills uh is that like what if you don't have a story because you were part of a monarchy that is now largely irrelevant because we're seven centuries out sure. from its occurrence or however many and like i i don't care that you wrote songs like you got to be a queen and just like take jewels and plunder villages <laughs> from citizens because you married a godhead like right I don't care that you had depth. I don't give a shit if Maggie Thatcher liked dogs. Like, do you know oh what God. I mean? Sure. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm, you're not going to get me on the girl power train for a fucking one of Henry VIII's wives. Yeah, I get that. I just don't care. <laughs> but that is very much. You're right. This is this. This is the show's thesis statement. Yes. Unfortunately, I think it only happens in this song. Yes. And but it is very much like this is my. I'm going to tell my I own am story. My own person. It's essentially yeah. like you said, Eliza's epilogue, where right. she's like, I put myself back in the narrative. Yeah. I like they I, say story multiple times. Yeah, this, is my story. this is my story. This I'm is, telling my story. Yeah, 100. Yeah. It's very much building off of who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, I just, yeah. So let's get into six, which, oh, there are some lyrics in six. I know you feel about this. I know how you feel about the. (laughs) It's a good ending song. Oh my god, I, fu- I, I fucking jammed yeah. this. They are they placed it correctly. Yes, 100%. See, she said she, she moved did. into a nunnery. She did not. I, based on my Google search. Of course. <laughs> not deep research. He didn't. <laughs> Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I'll kill you. I'll hunt them down and kill them. The, after this one, this is the worst. You could perhaps call us the Tudor Von Trapps. I'm just kidding. We're called the Roiling Stones. Kill yourself. <laughs> I'm going to. We're one of a kind. No category. Many people's lost in the story. We're free to take our crown and glory. 
Wear six. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking go wild for this fucking song. <laughs> I think I think in the same way that House of Holbein is actually a pop song that stands on its own. Yes. Six is doing pop musical. Yes. Effectively and correctly. Yes. Like they are doing what a pop musical should do right. in six. It's a good finale. Yes. It's like it's poppy and up tempo enough right. to be like we're happy uh we're forgetting that all these women are dead and ha- died horrific <laughs> sure. deaths and we're jamming and we're doing a quick recap and right. we're all friends and we're here and we're saying goodbye together yes and like i think it's very successful in musical theater pop yeah sense. like pop sense yeah of i wish musical. the whole musical had been more, more on like this. this yes yeah yeah either go full pop or pop musical but don't do this weird attempting to reference thing that's all six is a jam six is a pop musical jam yeah oh um i will fuck it this is this will 100 percent end up on my broadway playlist whenever i make it yeah shakes ep and roiling stones is bad that's terrible writing and also makes me want to shoot myself did Anne Boleyn write for shakespeare like they didn't exist at the same time right because shakespeare wrote a play no shakespeare was elizabethan era wasn't he yeah He's like a hundred years later. How are you writing lyrics for Shakes EP? Mm. <laughs> I'm mad. It's again, it's taking liberties. Because Henry VIII is about Anne Boleyn. Right. Oh, oh that makes sense. I'm mad. I'm mad. We should have known that because we technically went to school for theater, but we also went um, to a state school that yeah, is please. almost unaccredited. So. <laughs> yeah, please. I didn't learn a goddamn thing about Shakespeare. Not Wait, one what, thing. you didn't mean anything doing Hamlet, but in future dark ages? <laughs> no. In fact, we just cut out whatever parts we thought weren't relevant to us. <laughs> that sounds about so, fucking right. You know, artistic integrity. Yeah. Um. Okay. Connor, any final thoughts on uh, we, six before we hit man and chair? Oh, um, not really. I personally, I think that there is a good premise and good conceit for a musical here. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, I am not on your train where we should completely <laughs> the Brantley Express. The, the, I'm not on the Brantley <laughs> Express, so thank God for that. Um, I think that there's good things here. It just we need to I, again we need to expand more on the characters the flattening of the women kind of stinks because i want to know more about these yeah. these women like you're you've got me hooked like mm-hmm. just tell me more yeah just just write better lyrics <laughs> just write it into the verse um, you can do that and i definitely think that uh th- i think that when you see it performed when you see them do the performances and you see the costumes and you the lighting and like the the concert aspect of it Mm -hmm. i think it fucking works yeah um well it's like no one can really actually sing as well as they do on their like albums no so you go to a concert and you're like oh you're not quite hitting all the notes but we're gonna forgive that because staging costuming choreo the look and the vibe of a concert so i think that in this scenario the same thing sort of applies which is that you can overlook the lack of depth because Mm -hmm. you're just having fun at a concert exactly exactly. you're watching vocalists do vocals that are incredible right and you are appreciating that yeah 100 percent yeah uh this is kind of man and chair but connor man and chair is for us i actually um so uh, i'm very half on the six train half off of it um (laughs) a dangerous place to be currently being dragged by the six train (laughs) um across state lines (laughs) i i like i said i like it i think there's a good conceit here i think there's a good premise i personally am i really like history and this kind of thing so i i i think that it's an interesting story and it would be if you just flesh everything out like i've already said i do think that there are a f- quite a few bops i can do without like two or three songs and um yeah other than that you all know my feelings i think i liked it more than you um and i'm definitely gonna be listening to this album forever and ever like I think one of, me too. <laughs> one of the things one of the things about the show is that it is just it's fun. It's fun to listen yes. to. It's fun to watch the videos. Um it's fun to like just listen to singers sing. Yeah. And be really and fucking be good and talented. Mm-hmm. Um so like 
I get it. I get why this show is so popular. I get why people like it. It is just a goddamn fun time. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't use your brain. <laughs> That's solid advice for life. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl Man and Chair. Uh, I famously hate history. So yeah, I know that about you. <laughs> no, I, I guess like my final thoughts are um, that like. Listen, I listened to this album several times. It's oh, not yeah. like it was one and done and I was like, this is so bad. I can't handle it. Because like I said, I get reeled in and then I get hit with shakesy pee and Roiling I'm reminded stones. how annoying this is. Ultimately, in the same way that I find Hamilton annoying. Sure. But there are still songs from Hamilton that I'm like, oh, fuck, this is an earworm. This is a bop. Like, yeah. This is a song I really enjoy. The a song that makes my brain turn into that vine of the baby covered in peanut butter. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what yet another this, reference. That's what here this, we are skewering reference comedy. And that's all that's we all do we is do. make references, and we just know, just know, viewer, that we understand it's lazy, and we understand <laughs> and we it, and we hate for ourselves doing for doing it. But yeah, it is. It just reduces me down to very primal, like ah, good, like yes. it. Um. So that is just a shittier way of saying what you said, which is that it's good if I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I can just turn my brain off and enjoy it. It's cotton candy. It's just like fluff that mm-hmm. tastes good and does nothing else for me. Will I listen to it again? Yeah, a thousand percent. If Broadway opens back up and this gets to come back and I really hope it does, they, they, deserve, they a deserve a chance at a run. Yeah, absolutely. Um I would go see it yeah, because 100%. I want to see the staging and I want to see if that does help me get over yeah. the LOL and the messaging and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just not for me. Like I just, uh, and to be fair, it hasn't won any awards. So it's not like I could be like, it just doesn't deserve best musical. Yeah, like, right. well, it may not even get nominated for best musical. So I just need to chill the fuck out. Uh, ultimately everyone go listen to six. Uh, yeah. that's what I have to say. Oh, will I sing these songs? Will I scrout them in the shower? Yeah. yeah a thousand percent. We're one thousand of a kind. Percent. Do no, I know the lyrics no category, to all the songs? Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> I'm going to, I am going to listen to six the whole way home. The whole way home. I cannot stress this enough. I, I will be, listen to I it. will be listening to yeah. the song six yeah. on repeat for the entire hour train ride home. Yes. Yes, if you, I do think if you are a pop music sommelier, as as I am. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Like, there are enough. Um, it's a D it's divas. If you like divas, yeah, if you like divas, you'll like you'll, if you like yeah. divas, you're going to love this. <laughs> all right. Uh, Connor, anything to plug? Uh, no, as usual, you can find me across all platforms at C 12. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere you can find social media. All right. Perfect. You can follow this podcast on social media at bits over B way. Uh, you can email us bits over B way at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find our podcast at SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. When Amazon eventually launches their podcast service, you can find us there. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon. We are Bits Over Broadway is creating podcasts there. And that is it. Bye. Bye. I paid to hear you say fuck and I want to hear it. (laughs) I want to get my money's worth.